Thanks for joining us on episode 1166 of the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. I'm Brian Russell. I challenge you to invest in yourself, invest in others, develop your influence, and impact the world by using your time, your talents, and your treasure to live out your calling. Live by faith, be known by love, and be a voice of hope. Those are the keys. And one way to fuel those that kind of life is to listen to this, the Inspired Stewardship Podcast with my friend, Scott Mater. You have to get quiet time where you just sit in silence, which is so counterintuitive when you feel like you should be doing something. Because I think the most powerful place that we can engage other people, engage our businesses, or serve pastorally is out of a place of surrender. Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. If you truly desire to become the person who God wants you to be, then you must learn to use your time, your talent, and your treasures for your true calling. In the Inspired Stewardship Podcast, you will learn to invest in yourself, invest in others, and develop your influence so that you can impact the world. In today's interview with Brian Russell, I asked Brian to share what leadership means to him. I also asked Brian about how his coaching works and how it connects to faith and his work as a pastor. I also asked Brian how centering prayer acts as a part of his coaching. One reason I like to bring you great interviews like the one you're going to hear today is because of the power in learning from others. Another great way to learn from others is through reading books. But if you're like most people today, you find it hard to find the time to sit down and read. And that's why today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Go to inspiredstewardship.com audible to sign up and you can get a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. And instead of reading, you can listen your way to learn from some of the greatest minds out there. That's inspiredstewardship.com slash audible to get your free trial and listen to great books the same way you're listening to this podcast. Dr. Brian Russell is an award-winning professor of biblical studies and a transformational coach for pastors and spiritually-minded entrepreneurs and professionals. His personal mission is to seek out, study, and embody the deepest truths so that he can share them compellingly, lovingly, and transformationally with others. He is the author of Invitation, a Bible study to begin with, Aligning with God, Reading Scripture for Church and World, and Centering Prayer, Sitting Quietly in God's Presence Can Change Your Life. He is also the host of the Deep Dive Spirituality Conversations podcast. Welcome to the show, Brian. Thank you, Scott. It's so great to be here today. So one of the questions that I, I like to ask all of the listeners is there's a few words that end up, we use them a lot, and yet different people mean different things when they use them. And this week and next week, I'll ask you about one of them. So for this week, the word is leadership. When we talk about influence, the word leadership comes up a lot. How would you actually define the word leadership? Yeah, and, and in, in fact, um, this goes right along with even the the, the, some of the words you use. I've always loved John Maxwell's leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. And step back from that, I think uh, leadership is about serving others to help them 
bring out their unique talents, their unique gifts so that they can then influence the world. So in a sense, leadership is serving others in a way that allows others to then be influential and grow as leaders as well. And the work that you do with pastors, how do you see that as connected to developing leadership? Well, it's with just with pastors in particular, pastors, the, the, the core struggle that most pastors uh, have is substituting their identity as a person loved by God with the role of a pastor. And when some of the unique problems there is the, the pastor then becomes at worst, and then this is no disrespect to any pastors, and I'm, I'm a pa- I've been a pastor of several churches, and I'm still ordained, is we end up, the danger is you become the paid holy man or the paid holy woman. And you just offer religious goods and services, and then you get trapped in these, I should do more, or I don't do enough, I'm not good enough kind of stuff. And so what I do in my coaching with pastors is essentially, I call it deep dive spirituality, is help pastors to tap back in to the essence of their calling, which essentially is to be a witness to the God who loves us. And then that can then percolate into the people that they serve. So instead of just being the person that preaches or does a Bible study, again, all those things are important and good things. I encourage them to play what I call a long game, take the pressure off. It's not about how many people show up for church on a Sunday or how many people watch online over these last couple of years. It's about how many people have you taken the time to deeply impact through personal relationships and poured into individuals so that they can then replicate that in their own lives. And so it's about extending influence, not in this public way, which a lot of times we think of a pastor as preaching, but it's how has the pastors shared themselves with a smaller group within their congregation. If it's a big church, that could be their pastoral staff that then is influencing others in a smaller church to take your, train your core people, or even a pastor should always be mentoring. So that's how I would see the connection between influence and then like coaching pastors. It's to essentially you build, well, it's just like Jesus, you build kingdom of God through relationships where you serve the people, love them, and introduce them to means of growing themselves deep roots in God so that they can then help others in turn to grow deeper roots in God's grace. Well, that also relates to what you were talking about last week with your philosophy this year that you're focusing on of of see the ripples behind them. Yes. So I know you also work with business owners that are spiritually minded as well. How do you see the connection between the work you were just talking about that you do with pastors and working with with business owners and your faith? It's a similar dynamic. The, the hardest stage that an entrepreneur goes through is when you start, you have to do everything yourself. And in a sense, that's just like a lot of pastors. Like I know pastors who end up mowing the grass sometimes and just doing everything around the church. And so if you're a, an entrepreneur, you can easily find yourself in what I would call performance or operator trap. You can't separate yourself from the ap- actual operation of the business. And so what I try to do in my coaching is to sort out 
And a lot of it goes back to fear, guilt, shame. And again, that's going to be the, the, the piece. I don't do enough. I'm not enough. I don't have enough. So there's a, like a fear cycle that keeps both the pastor and an entrepreneur sucked in and they never can step back and essentially move from being the operator, the person who does everything to being the owner. Now, again, a pastor doesn't own the church. That's more of a metaphor. And what's the owner do different than the operator? The owner builds up the people, a business owner, build up the people in your business. So they're not just employees, they're leaders. The pastor builds up the membership, not so they can just be consumers, but so that they can then be essentially uh, the priesthood of all believers, the hands, feet, mouthpieces of Jesus as well. So that's the commonality. It's about stepping back, getting the own junk out of your own life that just says, I got to work more, I got to do it, I can't trust, and then mentoring and training and lifting other people up. And so with business owners, I try to integrate the faith. And so just with pastors, I usually introduce business owners to journaling practices, even centering prayer as a way of pulling themselves out of this looping trap of too much work. Again, usually coming out of my fears that the business isn't going to make it or guilt that I need should be doing something else or even, you know, shame. I'm just not good enough. So I got to work, work. And so that's, that would be the commonality. And that's how I've been able to work with both entrepreneurs and pastors because at the essence, we're all humans. And so I've learned to kind of joke and say, I've just learned how to talk to human beings and that lets me serve other people. Mm-hmm. So how do you think the work you do as a coach connects with you, your faith and your faith? Yeah, all the work as a coach essentially came out of my own bounce back from that divorce, having a totally singed out faith on the inside and trying to rebuild a life learning how to some different skills because at some level the divorce was financially very ruinous as well. And just, I needed to grow and step up, take a hundred percent responsibility. Yeah. Take a hundred percent responsibility for who I am. And so the skills that I learned, I just noticed people started naturally asking me like, how did you do this? And I just, this might've been the professor side. I started thinking like, yeah, how did I do this? And so breaking it down and I realized, wow, I can show somebody, like I think Tony Robinson says, or even Jim Rohn, I think his mentor said, success leaves clues. Mm -hmm. And I realized that one of my gifts is the things that I learn that I've been able to take action on, I've remembered what the steps were, and I can then step into somebody's life and serve them by, I don't just tell people what to do, but I knew the psychology of what I had to do for myself. So I know, understand mindsets to help people get into. And then I can point people to processes or frameworks that allow them to put themselves in a position where they get out of their own way and can just succeed. And, if, and what I'd like to say is just allow the abundance to flow. So how does centering prayer fit into the, the coaching you do? What role do you see it taking? I don't require people that work with me to do centering prayer, but I always share that you have to get quiet time where you just sit in silence, which is so counterintuitive when you feel like you should be doing something. Because I think the most powerful place that we can engage other people, engage our businesses, or serve pastorally is out of a place of surrender. And so surrender to the silence and 
don't focus always on what you think you need to do. Just learn to be, and that puts you in a position. You know, I'm going to go back to a Bob Tuttle quote I think I did on the last episode. When If you can get yourself in a position where you can show up, pay attention, and recognize that God has way more invested in everything else that's going on than you do, that frees you up just to be at your best, puts other people at ease, and allows you to serve. And at, the, at its essence, for a business owner, you learn to serve and you give more value than what you're asking for. Most of the time, your businesses can really thrive. So when you think about that, we've talked a lot about coaching pastors, coaching business owners and, and their focus. What is it that you think makes someone uh, uh, an ideal person to go through coaching with you? What would be the perfect person to type, go through the kind of coaching that you work with? I think the ideal person would be someone that has tasted some success and they've worked really hard, but they recognize that deep on the inside that they lack fulfillment. And that's true of both pastors and entrepreneurs. So usually the people that work with me have a bent towards being high achiever, high work persons, people that on the outside would look successful, but they feel burned out and empty and they're wondering what's next. And I'm able to, to step in with those folks and walk with them for a season and help them to find really true freedom, which is freedom of purpose and calling. And I know in the past episodes, we were talking about calling, but you're in your greatest levels of fulfillment when you're following in your call of serving other people. And when you are growing yourself and I help my clients to, to grow deep roots, and then they can serve people. And again, a metaphor I used a couple episodes ago as reservoirs, not persons that you're so burned out and exhausted that literally every time you get a drop of energy, you're sending two drops out. And that's a lot of people that come to me are afraid that they're going to burn themselves out. You can follow Brian on Twitter as Brian D. Russell, or follow him on Instagram as your professor for life. He's also over on LinkedIn as Brian Russell, PhD. You can also watch some videos that he's got on YouTube as Deep Dive Spirituality with Dr. Brian Russell. That's Dr. Brian Russell. Or the best place probably is over on his website, brianrussellphd.com. Of course, I'll have links to all of that in the show notes as well. Brian, is there anything else you'd like to share with the listener? Yeah, thank you for all the links and just encourage the listeners to, if you're interested in Centering Prayer, you can check out my book that's been out since the fall of 2021, Centering Prayer, Sitting Quietly in God's Presence Can Change Your Life. And if I can be of any service to you, you can check out all my free resources, or if you want to go a little deeper, just reach out to me. I'd love to. Thanks so much for listening to the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. As a subscriber and listener, we challenge you to not just sit back and passively listen, but act on what you've heard and find a way to live your calling. If you enjoyed this episode, please do us a favor. Go over to inspiredstewardship.com slash iTunes rate, all one word, iTunes rate. It'll take you through how to leave a rating and review and how to make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so that you can get every episode as it comes out in your feed. Until next time, invest your time, your talent, and your treasures.
develop your influence and impact the world.